What's Don't. going on, everyone? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Sit Black and Watch. I am your host, Taisha, creator of the show. You can also follow me on Afrovocative, A-F-R-O-V-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. But if you're tuning into the fifth episode, you should already be following me. If you're not, shame on you. What are you doing with your life? Um, so this no, week... No shame on people. Yeah, shame, shame. No. So, that lovely voice that you hear in the background. It's my it's home not girl. lovely. It's very lovely. It's, it's not lovely. This week's guest, I, I Miss Asia. It's not lovely. What's um, your hi. Instagram name again? Hi, my name is Continent Without a Cause. Continent because my name is Asia. That's it. Asia Without a Cause. That's, all That's, I got. Cute. That's cute. That's cute. Well, it's like Rebel Without a Cause, but I'm a right. continent. Right, I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um. So yes, tell the the lovely people what you do. What I don't, I don't do nothing. I just be chilling. <laughs> nice. Um. I stay at home most of the time, but at home I'm probably working on um my self care or something for our business. Always on media. If you if you know about Always On Media, if you don't, um, follow us on Instagram at WeAlwaysOn or go to WeAlwaysOn.com. Go to our YouTube, Always On Media. <laughs> um, check out our I stuff. Like having, having, um, we got a plug. You know, this is what, what the podcast is here for, to promote up-and-coming creatives, people yeah. who are on their way. Yeah. We got, you got to be sitting ne- with the next Asia, like I'm, I would, also, I was gonna say the next like Lena, but I was like, why would I compare you to somebody? Because you're your own person. So yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm the constant. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm also mad high right now, so I'm sorry, everyone. If if I seem extremely high, you probably don't know me sober. So will you really know who the real you is? Well, I'm 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 normally high, so <laughs> that is the real me. She has a show, actual YouTube show. Yerbs. Yes, it's called Yerbs, and it's a show oh, where that's probably hella loud in your ears. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, okay. Um, it's a show where they basically, you know, smoke and they interview guests, yep. and they've had musical yep. guests on. Um, artists. Yeah. Well, well, artists of all kinds. So we had music artists. Um, Recording artists, uh, visual artists, painters, um, and honestly, just just people also making like a way in the cannabis community. Um, we have an episode coming out soon with someone who does infused meals um, and grows her legally um, grows um, some of the plant. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. So check us out. Follow us on YouTube. Um, it's big things coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna have her own production company one day. Well, we we do already, but it's gonna develop into yeah. to something larger. Um, Out here being, you know, the next we the next tastemaker. We we gonna have some Netflix movies, some Netflix series coming out. Come on, speaking into existence. I'm just That's saying. I listen by this time next year. I'm doing something with Netflix. <laughs> okay. Let's. let's I love it. Claim it. I'm just saying. Well, speaking of, um, you know, people doing something, um, we're going to get the episode started with the strong black lead of the week, which goes to Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, because you niggas thought that they were talking about Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Hey, she's a bitch. Hey, hey, hey. 
Okay, so <laughs> she is. She just got cast in the new live action Disney live action film, uh, The Little Mermaid. Oh yay! Under um, the sea. Uh, yes, I had the blanket Under set the sea. as a kid. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I had a blanket set as a kid. You know, I, either you had Pocahontas, The Little Mermaid, or Cinderella, or The Lion King. I liked. Um, you didn't have any of those sets. I think I had. Uh, oh wait, no, nah, you were like two when they came out. You probably. No, I had I had something. I don't remember what the fuck. But <laughs> but my favorite my favorite Disney. Um, movie growing up, I think was Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a lot of people. I also really liked Aladdin. Aladdin was. Really I was good. a Lion King girl. Like, um, yeah. I and then Mulan when Mulan came out. I um I love Jason Jason Weaver. Yeah, yeah. And the Lion King, who is phenomenal. Yeah. And whose singing career should have been like way bigger than what it was. Cause yeah. Extremely he's talented. talented. Yeah. yeah, he he actually has an episode on the the podcast. Um, I, I, Strong oh, Black Lee. Yep. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was. Um, I enjoyed that. I did too. And he still looked good. His skin glowing. But okay, so yeah, I'm sorry. We like went totally off track. Oh, the we strong, did. The strong black lead of <laughs> is um, Hallie. Hallie Bailey. So again, she's going to star in Ariel. And I stand. Yes. Um, and um. Okay, so I'm also under the influence of edibles, so if I can't speak no, no more normal than I could last episode, Man, I'm, then... I am on a different level. Yeah. So yeah, she's in Disney's live action The Little Mermaid. Um, it was announced on Twitter and Black Twitter, and people who can't read um, for whatever reason thought it, they they were talking about Halle Berry, who they are not. This will be out. Um, I think they give it. I, I feel like it's gonna be out in twenty twenty, either twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know she's uh, Beyonce's protege. Her and her sister uh, Chloe, Chloe and Hallie, they're on Grownish. Um, but it's just dope because she's basically gonna be the first black mermaid, I guess you will say, um, yeah. or the first black. Yeah, play yeah, character. like um, for these live actions, she'll be the first yeah. one. Um, I, I mean, I just remember Cinderella, um, having Brandy and like a very diverse cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't really remember there being any black leads. Yeah. No, besides Brandy. That. Yeah. It yeah. was Brandy. Well, on Broadway, cause I actually saw a really cute meme yesterday and it was, um, Tony Braxton was the black bell on Broadway for Beauty and the Beast. So they're, you know, I mean, and then if you've ever seen uh, Lion King on Broadway, oh yeah, their cast is yeah, full yeah. of black people. Um, but yeah, no, they're they're definitely the first in making a way and paving opportunities and things out for you know themselves. And, and even yeah. when you just look at like her and her sister, they're such a great brand, and Beyonce's really grooming them to be like long lasting icons. Yeah. See, see, this is my thing. I think regardless of the race of who's gonna be um, Ariel. It's the fact that I'm seeing her career, and this is going to project her yeah. into a very superstar status. Like, yeah. and they're extremely talented right now. But you know, when when you're a lead in like a blockbuster movie, uh-huh. especially like a Disney movie, that is like career defining. Yeah, and I know she's going to kill this shit. Like, yeah, it. She's going to exceed expectations. Right. 
Yeah, like, I think so too. It's 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 like it's a nice little group of um, girls coming up, young women, I should say. Um, so like Chloe and Halle, Zendaya, Star, Sky Jackson, Marseille Martin, um, the young girl I don't know her by name. Sorry, the girl that played on Us, the little the daughter. You know, like it. But yeah, there's just so many Storm Reed, like all of them, and they're like a lot of them are my favorites, and like I absolutely love what they're doing at such young ages, under twenty one, and like yeah. you know. And I actually think no, she just turned eighteen, right? Uh, hmm. Hallie, Hallie, just turned eighteen because I think that nineteen. Was just, oh, nineteen. 18. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other you know, sister just turned twenty one, right? Yeah. Chloe. Yeah, so that is I, the... and Chloe and Hallie, um, they're like the sweetest people like <laughs> like and genuinely yeah like the sweetest they seem people. like it they, yeah the, the other one uh chloe she is timing up to be the, the mini beyonce like when beyonce retires i think she's gonna retire and just be like and i give you chloe <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I could see like if they ever do separate like for a That's while funny. to do solo careers i totally see her following in the footsteps of beyonce because tone out like her tone when she sings her vocal tone sounds so much like Beyonce like when Beyonce was in Destiny's Child and would sing like in her lower regimen um and I, just I feel the like way Chloe she talks, has a good range she does she yeah. does and even just the way that like she talks her she just has like that deeper she gives me like southern deeper she's so animated on stage just like Beyonce like when they would do their Beyonce videos I was like it is very clear who is influencing this girl and how she sings and her style. Um, and, there, and there's nothing wrong with that because, listen, we stand a legend. Um, so, yeah, I think um, they that they, they're they both going to be good, like, career-wise. I don't see yeah. them having... And, and, and I, I love them on Grownish. I just I feel like they're doing a good job stepping out of the the zone that they were in before like yeah. like because everyone had a certain view of them because we've seen them grow up from youtube days and i think that this was like a good way to kind of introduce themselves as hey like mm-hmm. we're we're multifaceted um and we're growing up like i i think it was a good yeah. entrance um so that's the that's the end of our strong black lead of the week which again goes to Halle bailey Ooh, shout out Hallie. to you girl i can't wait for it and, I, and let's see who plays printer yeah man that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting um to see who they i mean they they said they already signed on melissa mccarthy as ursula yeah, 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 yeah. so i'm like that's gonna be inter- i'm gonna be honest i was a little disappointed i love melissa however I just felt like that should be a, a role for either a black woman or a queer black man, you know, or trans. Like it, it just needed to be a role. I think for a person of color, um, especially with as a as a villain, how iconic like Ursula is. Like you, when you think of villains in Disney, you think of Ursula and um, the, the what's the lady's name from the Dalmatian, uh, Cruella. Cruella yeah, like you Jafar? think. Of, yeah, you know so. Yeah. Those are, you know, but anyways, um, so moving on to like some real hot topic stuff, you know, the return of Stranger Things happened. Yay. Um, I'm excited. I love Stranger Things. You finished the series, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, see, I haven't, I'm on episode four. Yeah, so tell me everything you've seen so far and let's just talk about that. Um, so... Okay, you see, Dustin went away for the summer, so yeah. he was like away for some reason, which is showing, I think, in the fact that they're separating him from scenes and making him seem a little isolated from the I think, boys. I think, I, 
Yes, that's a good point. But I think um, a lot of it has to do with just them growing up. Yeah. Because you can see in all of their interactions how uh-huh. it's like just different than it was before. Yeah, 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 that's true. And then, I mean, I mean, I stand for Caleb McLaughlin. He's amazing. And He's the, so the girl good. that plays his sister... She, oh, yeah. I heard that. I have, yep. I've been hearing buzz about the people who have finished the series, and I saw an article she, that was she written has up a on huge her. Role. She like is her role is really developing, yep. but her acting in general is great for like a young kid. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do with her character in further seasons, and the fact you, that you're we, gonna you're gonna love what they do with her yeah. character in this season because she she's so confident, but at the same time like one still being a kid but mm-hmm. also like a smart kid at that yeah like she she's smart <laughs> like yeah um that's another thing i really like about the series that they're like smart kids like they're um nerds basically mm. um cuz it's like i it's <laughs> they're they're saving the world but being outcasted by every everyone else like, yeah I, yeah, I think so. I, I just like that it is, it, you know, nerd culture is becoming a thing, especially I feel like it's being talked about more amongst black people. Like, you know, when we talk about blurs and being like a proud blurred and like, you know, like Donald Glover, for instance, we, you know, when we talk about blurs, you think of like Steve Urkel, Donald Glover. Um, I, I guess you can even throw like Lakeith Stanfield in there because I like seeing him in real life. I'm like, oh, he's definitely like a, a a black nerd, and I think it's so cute. But like, it's becoming a thing where you're people I think are valuing the fact that like we can be smart, we can be nerdy, we, nerd out. We on. can be. We don't have to fit whatever the the idea of a black person is that you had before. Like, don't don't place that on me. Like, I'm yeah. I'm this and I'm this at the same time. Like, it's yeah. Like, and yeah. I like um I I also like um the the developing relationship between Dusty and um what's old boy the boy that he's with all the oh, time. Oh, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like I like the developing like relationship between them. It, it feels very like Big Brother, like. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like he's wanted that. Yeah. Um and now he's getting it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, just it's, I know that this is a show that where we talk about black um shows, but they do have two black characters in there i mean i know two is very small but still two who yeah. are great so it's a good show so i like wanted to talk about it yeah um but where do you like do you think with next season you think they'll write off any characters or oh well see i can't really talk about this because you haven't seen the end i mean and, and i and i have my predictions based yeah, off of the end. the end okay so i'm gonna make sure i watch um, it but but what i will say is i heard that they're only doing one or two more seasons um, so yeah, I, I could see I could see two seasons only because um, maybe they could introduce something new that they haven't introduced before. Yeah, and then I would want it to be longer than one season. Yeah, but um, and they I, also but but I could also see it being done in just one more season. Yeah, they also this season had a very strong girl power thing going like a theme between 11 and max, uh, max. yeah and then, oh my gosh and I, I love it it's it's really cute it's really cute and then isn't there a, a, I, I got up to the point where i don't know I, or maybe i was reading it where they were saying the little black girl like comes through like her character develops that um that's caleb's sister um 
developed so much in the show. Is Priya something? Mm. But let me see. But she's she's yeah she's really good. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. You know what they what they choose to do with um. Oh, I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> what they um, end up choosing to do with that character. Um, what else has happened this week? Oh, okay. So, have you heard about the Tyler Perry thing and um, the fan on Instagram who did the billboard? No. Okay. So, I'm going to catch you up real fast. So, a fan, um, or an actress, I should say, I don't want to just call her a fan. An actress put up a billboard in Atlanta that says, Attention, Mr. Perry, Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady. And it has her um, her headshot. And so, I guess it got all this buzz when she posted it. Tyler Perry reposted it, but his message, what? well, I'll let you be the judge. I'll read the message. So, he says... Uh, so here's the deal. This is not the way to get my attention if you're looking for a role in one of my shows. Please do not do this. Save your money. This is the third time that someone has done this. Please stop. To audition is free. I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. I love that you want to work with me and I love that you invest in yourself. But when you do things like this, it puts my team at, on high alert and makes me look at you sideways. I know the message that you want to send is a positive one, but this comes across as the opposite. Again, the best way to work with me is to audition and it's free. We post breakdowns all the time for actors. Just come and audition. And by the way, you were great in the night of. It was my favorite show a couple years ago. I already saw you. So just audition and keep your money. Again, I appreciate your efforts, but this is not the way to work for me. God bless you, dreamer. I have no doubts you will make it one day. So my thoughts on it were that I feel like Tyler Perry could have came at her in a different way. Or mm. I think re it was not what he was saying. It was how it was written. Um, because... I can see that. I felt like the like when he when he said, um, "Just come audition; it's free." Like, let's be realistic. Let's like let's say she doesn't have an agent, so she's not getting unless it's an open audition. She's not getting uh, you know those calls to her agent to be like, "Oh, I've heard about this role, so I can get you an audition before anybody else really auditions." So I'm just kind of like, I think the way he approached it, I'm not mad at it, but I also am like. You being someone who has slept in your car, who knows what it's like to struggle to make it, I felt like there was, it could have been more empathy there in that message, or maybe just reached out to her privately, because I felt like if you weren't going to be like, wow, you know, this was really amazing that you put yourself out there and shot your shot. Now, I don't encourage people to do this because you may not always get a role, or, you know, there are rules, there are exceptions to the rule. However, you know, don't do this, but... I, I'll have my people reach out to you. Like, I felt like it shouldn't have been this, like, public thing of, like... Like, I get that she put the billboard out there so that he could eventually see it and it would get social media gain or whatever. But I just felt like it could have been handled with a little bit more care. Like, maybe not that... Like, when he said, I already saw you... Um, to me, that was like a... I already saw you act and I wasn't that impressed or I mean it could it it could not be that. It could literally just be I saw you perform, I thought you were great, but maybe I don't have the right role for you or maybe it's just when our paths cross our paths our paths will cross. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just I personally didn't like it and she did respond in the comments and said thank you so much. I should respond and people, you know, are asking questions. Um so 
I don't know. She, I, I think it was weird to see other celebrities commenting on his post and like kind of bashing her a little bit or like talk, you know, like downplaying, degrading what she did. Like, what what is her putting up a billboard any different from me walking up on like an Issa Rae or somebody and being like, I love your work and I would love to work with you one day. You know, like how is that? I don't feel like what she was doing was any different than when you network in a room with people or you walk up, you see your favorite celebrity or favorite director or writer and you walk up and you're excited and say, I hope to work for you one day. Because I've definitely done that to Issa, like walked up to Issa Rae and said, we're going to work together one day. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I, I felt it, the backlash was a little weird for me. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't really feel any type of way because that's, I mean, that's him. Like, if that's how he delivers stuff, then that's how he delivers stuff. Like, um, you could either rock with it or not. Um, but, like, I don't know. I think I the one thing I can agree with um, is I think that that's more of a private conversation. Um, because I, I feel like these public figures, they are, they are human beings, but I feel like... Um, a lot of the times they're not thinking about what could happen to the person that they're putting out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, because, you know, most people on the internet are fucking crazy. And, like, I feel like those regular people get attacked, mm-hmm. like, by everyone else. Like, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm then at the same time I'm like, well, you put yourself out there. Right. And you, that's you, what got, some you have to take, like. you have to take accountability for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, like I can't, I can't knock you because obviously you were dreaming and you're like, I, I really want to get his attention. But right. I, for me, I wouldn't have gone around, gone yeah. about it that way. Um, because I'm, I'm a firm believer in like letting your work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. I do know that that doesn't always. Yeah. Like that's not the only thing you need right. to do. Because there's plenty of actors, you know, like Sam Jackson, like who, you know, people that have been acting for forever or, and it took them whatever that big movie, getting cast in that big movie or having that one, but, like Lil but the, the But the timing is different for everybody. Right. Like we right. gotta, we gotta remember that. Like it's, it's almost like she wanted to like, I'm not assuming, I'm not assuming. I'm saying this is how I read it again. And I'm not even judging it. It's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's just... I'm seeing it as I, I want this right now. I want yeah. to see it. I want it to go viral. Yeah. Like it's it it felt very um like ego based. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Um just just to me from my perspective. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but from my perspective, it seems more ego based because I feel like if I were to do something like that, it would come from my ego, like period. Yeah. And I and I wouldn't do something like that. Yeah. Like I said I'm I'm more about like my work showing, mm-hmm. but even then like maybe I could benefit from, like, a grander gesture. Yeah. Because, I mean, okay, so, like... Like, like there's a balance. Like, there's there's right. an in-between there. And so, like, okay, so I had Stefan Bristol on my show on episode two, and he talked about how the first time he met Spike Lee, he walked up to him and asked him for a job. And he said, you know, I'm about to graduate. I'm graduating. I'm working in film. See, I, like I feel like I would do that. Right. But what, what really separate... But, what my thing is, what separates her buying a poster to maybe, because maybe she's like, I'm never going to be in a room with Tyler Perry. You know, like maybe she's thinking that way, like I'm an actor, but I'm new. But, but do you I'm think that the be- answer is putting yourself on a billboard and that will get you in the room with Tyler Perry? Like that, Maybe like, so, though. Like, you know, like that, that's what, yeah, that doesn't that make sense. 
and to make, me. Well, it does because if you can't even get in the room to rub elbows with people, then you yeah, know. Yeah, but but and, but and that's the thing. Well, okay. So when I went to the American Black Film Festival, Little Rel had said something about like be grateful to have an audition. He was like, so there are a lot of people who don't even get the opportunity to get to an audition. And that's what, you know, I guess for me when I was reading this, I kind of just wondered, like, we don't know what her home life is like. Not to give her, like, some broken down story, but, like, what if we she's, like, but, what but, if she but, hasn't gotten work in forever and you, she's been you, auditioning? You're right. Back, you but, that, but that also makes me think, why would she spend the money on, the, on yeah. a billboard? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it could have been like, 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 see, I don't want to put that judgment on her. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't desperate. Maybe she really thought this was a good idea. Yeah. And it's not, it's not necessarily that it wasn't a good idea. It's uh-huh. just that what the results ended up being is yeah. <laughs> he's not fucking with it. Yeah. Um, because, because I mean, honestly, it's a risk, right? And yeah. if you're following your dreams, take these risks yeah like but i feel like with acting i don't know okay if you're a gatekeeper like tyler perry is becoming a gatekeeper up, uh, within the black community and black film right and i feel like he could have easily taken that opportunity to say you know what i see what you did there while i don't advise you guys to spend your money you know i will have my pe- people reach out to you like he could have flipped this into being a situation where i don't he's think he cares to, to. He probably doesn't, but what I'm saying is, like, you can't just give a speech, the speech that you gave on BET, and you're trying to prompt black people to build their own doors, but you also are a holder of, like, don't act like you can't write a role, whether it's quality or not, that's going to be the success for someone else. But but you're, 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 you're putting a lot of judgment on him because it's like, if he's not going to do that, then... Those but people it, don't need would, to be working with him anyway. What would a anyway. phone call even be? Like, would, even if he was, you know, what if he just said, I I just don't think he should have posted it. Like, if you weren't it, going I, to say I, anything I, that I was a positive, that. I, I don't that. think he should have posted it if you weren't going to say anything that well, was a I, positive I just don't critique. think these, these kind of things should be broadcasted, I would say. Like, I, yeah. I just, because that's... I mean, I guess I guess from my perspective is we we hear all the time about people doing the things that landed them their first job, like in the industry. You know, maybe not necessarily in the work world, but like the the um, blue collar. But with artists, we hear things all the time how people be like, "Yo, I snuck into their dressing room and put my demo tape in there," or you know, so why this is really like not that far fetched to me that it you know I'm like it's just literally hurt. Yeah, it's 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 not far fetched. It's just it's just I can't fathom the the results that she was expecting. Yeah, I mean I mean that that's that's I I guess maybe maybe she miscalculated too because we do. That's why I I was saying it was weird for me seeing the way that Tyler responded because I'm like we know Tyler to be a giving person. Like he bought that lady a whole car. I think I don't know anything about Tyler. Well, yeah, he's he comes off as like a very philanthropic person and is very like. Tyler Perry is known for finding new faces to put in his films and stuff, yeah. and even his plays. Yeah, so that's yeah, how, yeah. like, some of the people, like, uh, even though, um, what's her name that sings, um, why can't I think of the song now? Mr. Brown's, Cora, the lady that plays Cora, Tamala Mann, there we go. Um, Tamala Mann. <laughs> I like how you up. found that all on your yeah. own. <laughs> <laughs> Tamala Mann, um, she, her and her husband, David Mann, they came from doing the Tyler Perry plays. Although they sung with Kirk Franklin 
years prior to ever working with Tyler Perry. But nobody knew that, like, until they they got with Tyler Perry and doing his plays and then eventually his movies. So, like, those are two stars I can think of that he has helped kind of, like, bring out. You know, and he yeah. has other people that he's... Uh, Lance Gross would not be... Oh, that's true. Yeah, if it wasn't for him being on the House of Pain show. You know, he really... Well, well it's like... I don't want to say that only because it's like maybe it, it was a matter of time before something else, but but mm. the, but these were for them. Yeah. Like like I, that Lance Gross one yeah. is is a great yeah a, example because yeah. it's like I really did not know him yeah. before I saw him right on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so so um yeah I don't I don't know man I just here's my thing this is the last thing I'm gonna say about this. Um, I, I feel a personal accountability and obligation, um, to help people level up themselves or their career, like in any way that I can help, I want to, right? But I, at the same time, and so that's, I feel a personal accountability. Yeah. Right? Okay. But at the same time, I feel like we shouldn't put pressure on people to do that. Yeah. To reach back. Like, like, I, and... Because, it, because you should because, require it within yourself. Because, yeah, I well, do, I agree. well, I don't, I don't like saying should because it's like I, I, I don't want to tell people what to do. But it's like I have an inherent feeling towards doing that, and I feel like if you're being honest with yourself, you'll you'll realize that there are so many benefits in giving back to what built you. Yeah. Um, and for the next generation, you know what I mean? Because it's like you can't everything that you have, you can't take with you. Mm-hmm. So why don't you? pass it on yeah you know you can't take materials to the grave yeah so all you've got is your legacy i, I mean that's that's just how i see it but i don't think that we should put pressure if, if we do if people do then okay but i i'm not gonna put pressure on anyone because i'm i don't know what it's like to be in their position from their personal perspective yeah um well, but from my personal perspective yeah i would want to give back yeah well, yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened with Tyler. I, like I said, I do feel you could have addressed it a little bit differently. But at the end of the day, people now know her name. And um, there's that. I do. I did uh, the other night after reading it. Well, she accomplished my, that, right? And and after reading the whole thing and then her response, like she did seem really humble. So I, I honestly like literally prayed for her and I was like, God, I hope that this experience because we don't know she could be really tired, big Tyler Perry fan too. You know, like she could really be like, I want to work with him. That is the, like in my heart of hearts, I know I want to work with Issa Rae. That is like my person and has been because my. I feel like I really decided this is what I want to do after seeing her do Awkward Black Girl and, and understand hearing the backstory about how it was her doing in college, her on a budget, yeah. you know, yeah. that it was something about that I felt seen and I felt like I, I could see myself working with this girl who just created a voice for me now outside of just being the fat girl. Now I was like, oh, I definitely have been the awkward black girl. I definitely have done mm-hmm. this. I talk to myself often, yeah. like you know, yeah. those things. So yeah, um, I do. I do hope that um, she gets cast in quality roles going forward, and that this didn't leave a negative taste in people's mouths who don't know her. And that was, I think, my yeah. biggest thing well, about well, it. Well, see, see, that's that's the thing. I'm like, I don't think anyone should come for her, but she should realize when you're putting yourself out there 
you are opening yourself to mm. to judgment because of people naturally are, judge. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, I I really hope the best for her because it's like I know one of the things you want to accomplish mm-hmm. was people seeing this, yeah, and and knowing you, and yeah. now they do. Like now you're yeah. on a radar. Yeah, and I would hope that it's the the on the radar of good, you know, judgment. Like, and people don't feel like that one thing if they recognize her from that like stops her from getting work so i'm hoping that at the end of the day she benefits out of this and that she gets cast and stuff and yeah you know you you at least have visibility right and 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 i feel like that's hard for people and hey who's to say you know on a petty note if one day you blow up she's the next you know our next whoever big person and she said on a petty note (laughs) i'm just saying it doesn't have to be petty it doesn't but i'm just also being realistic she could make it and be happy and not and not it be like a direct shitting on tyler perry no i mean you know i'm just saying she could make it and then tyler might want to tyler might want to roll uh to write a role for her and she'd be like no i'm good thank you love (laughs) like thanks love why why i'm just saying because i'm that person that sometimes i look at people like we as creators we know what it is like to get a hard rejection and like i know someone was like think oh trust i know i know no, yeah, I know someone who is like you know think of no's as not a rejection and a and but like a maybe later and um for certain things I look life. I I think I think that's pretty good because I probably think of it as a not now yeah see like, me my thing, like, I think like, of like, no as no like like I it's not it's not for me right now and yeah. it's not and it's not and but that may also mean sorry I'm gonna I'm also high but I talk about this kind of stuff all the time <laughs> excuse me. But that could also mean that there is some some version of you that did end up doing whatever it is that you wanted to do. Uh-huh. But it's like, I feel like when I think not now, sometimes my interest in whatever that thing was will change. And then yeah. I'm like, see, I didn't even hold, I didn't hold it that right. close to my heart. Like right. I was, I was so able to give it up, like and let it go. But I think, I think, letting things go. Um, that, that if it's for you, if it's not the right now, it'll come back to you. Yeah. So it, it really benefits from letting it go. Like, not, I think so. I mean, I, and it's easier said than done. Trust. Mm-hmm. Listen, I hate rejection. I've always been afraid of failure and rejection. Okay. But um, at the same time, I'm like, I have to look at it in um, from the perspective of me growing from the rejection instead yeah. of focusing on it because then that's when you get depressed and you stay you stay at a certain like frequency of like woe is me I, mm. I'm not getting what I want and it's like no it but that's it that's probably not for you if you would have to stress yourself out this hard yeah I don't I don't it might not be for you well that's that on that (laughs) um so uh next hot topic um so i don't know if you know but netflix is chronicling a documentary about chronicling um a a documentary about centoya brown centonia is that you say your name oh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. centoya centoya okay there we go um so you know that was the girl who she was um, released yeah she had murdered somebody um when she was like a sex sex trafficked or something like that Mm -hmm. sex worker at a really young age and she said that she felt um, like he was gonna do something wrong to her and 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 most of it happened within like two or three years of her life like she was arrested at like 15 or 16 yeah yeah and and it's like 10 years later yeah um (laughs) like that's crazy 
Yeah, so she, the guy, he was like 43 years old. He paid to have sex work with her. Um, You know, so she is technically a victim of human trafficking. Yeah. You know, people feel like she was preyed on. So she just recently got a, a, I think, out of jail. And I think they're trying to pursue... Um, they've, they've acquired the rights for the documentary Netflix has, so I think that um, maybe they'd be trying to pursue getting her exonerated and stuff. Um, but she she's she's out now, and so she, I think, is going to, I think, what is it? They go to a halfway house first, and then they... I don't know any of this. Yeah, I don't know, but... <laughs> I, I love how you asked me so confidently, <laughs> like I would just have this information, and I'm like... <laughs> I mean, you never know. I, I don't know idea. what you know, what knowledge you have about the law. No, I, I I have an ex that was in criminal justice, so uh-huh. but he didn't care about really passing, so yeah. I did like half of his work for him. So oh lord, um, I don't I don't know anything about law and the criminal <laughs> justice system, bro. Oh my goodness, I do not. Well, thanks to Ava DuVernay and her doing the Central Park Five. Um, case and, and doing the, the um, short limited series on that. I think that's going to help people in the future who are going yeah. forth in the just, uh, the criminal justice system um, with you know getting exonerated. Um, I think also telling these stories um, because when when prior to when they see us, how how often are our stories told if they're not about slavery? Yeah. You know, or like I, I mean, I mean, it sucks though that. Well, all right. Here's the thing. I I'm, I like actually show, socially moving, socially conscious movies. I do. So this isn't this isn't a diss to it at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it sucks that. Okay, so we've moved on from slavery, but now we're showing every example of police brutality that happens oh, within true. our neighborhoods. Yeah, because there's definitely like three films coming out. Just I I do. <laughs> oh damn! I didn't even know that. <laughs> no, but, like this year, like the Queen and Slim. That, yeah. I mean, well, that's a different take on police brutality because they actually killed the officer. But Queen and Slim, um, the Blue and Black that's coming out with Tyrese and the um, girl that I talked about last week, um, and she sees cops killing someone and then is like under on the run from her own people that she works with. So they're little spins, but definitely, yeah, we have yeah. the what's it? Um, the hate, hate you give, give. Yeah, yeah, the hate you give. I love um, how you just knew that that's where I was going. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, because like honestly, like watching the hate you give. I, I liked Fruitvale Station a lot. Like that's like one of my my favorites. It's also my favorite director, Ryan Coogler. Um, but watching The Hate You Give reminded me of that feeling. Um, I first was watching um, Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. It it was just like yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. pissed off. Yeah. Like and and yeah, that was not, a powerful scene. Yeah, like like there being no resolve. Yeah, the scene I think I loved the most in The Hate You Give was towards the end. It was it was the pain, most painful scene to me, but it definitely... When the, the kid was holding when the, kid, yeah, the gun? Yeah, that was... Because yep. it was such a reflection. Like, I think yep. symbolism-wise, like, mm-hmm. a little black boy and a grown black man. Yep. And the symbolism between that, we can go mm-hmm. on. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was really powerful. And, that, and that's literally how they see us, is, like, a criminal with a gun in our hands. But yeah. We, like, literally... We didn't put it there. Yeah. And, like, like the kid did not put it there. Yeah. And, like, it's a kid. <laughs> like, like yeah. I, how yeah, can you feel threatened right. by a kid? And that's the thing about when they see us, too, that, like, like blows my mind is because I think at the time, the guy who did it, I don't know if he was a teenager or if he was a little bit older than them. Yeah. But um, 
he, you know, like thinking that they they have put out this filler for all black males and it turned out being a like Latino guy. And they only they got the guy that plays uh the real life Raymond. He's Afro Latino. Um and I think he's Afro Latino. But yeah, like they you know, it was just fucked up like all these black boys got caught up in something that they had nothing yeah. to do just because they happened to be in Central Park. Yeah. Or they just happened to be black. Um I think that's where the term that our parents used to say about um, in the wrong place at the wrong time, um, I, it must have stemmed from like that kind of shit. Because yeah. because I'm like, here's the thing that they don't understand, at least today, is like, you could just be minding your own damn business. You could be in yeah. your home. Yeah. And Walking home on yeah. the playground. You could just be entering your crib. Like Timmy Rice. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, but yeah, this, this, um, I'm excited to see what they do with, um, I, I think Netflix has a good grasp on original content, the people that they're hiring for Mm -hmm. this. So please don't be lifetime and mess it up. Yes, Netflix, you're amazing. And I am going to work with you very soon. (laughs) Please, please, um, you know, get me in the writer's room or something. (laughs) I don't know. Like, let me direct something small. I don't know. Listen, shoot your shot, your best shot. Um, so yeah, they if you haven't seen apparently um there's a documentary that's being directed 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 uh, uh directed by um or it was directed there's like a PBS special, little documentary about Centoya. It's called Me Facing Life, Centoya's story. Um so they're like re exploring that for Netflix. So I think that's just really dope. Um that we'll get to hear her story and maybe this will open up eyes as well to what's going on with like sex trafficking yeah and things like that yeah um finally you know i'm gonna i'm gonna bring the mood down just a little bit because i did want to talk about this the mood um, wasn't down just now no not really <laughs> um cameron cameron voice um, uh... i had to um bring up the passing his passing um found out yesterday i was literally scrolling on my phone yeah literally literally last night yeah on facebook and i was like wait what and and i don't so i know a lot of people know him from the descendants and jesse i didn't know him from that i knew him from the movie uh grown-ups yeah um so I didn't, you know, know the impact that he had or like the people that he worked with like mm-hmm. that. So it was just um, really lovely and sad too to see so many celebrities posting him and the, 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 the kind words they had about him. He was only 20 years old. Yeah. Um, he suffered from a seizure. seizure in his sleep and that is what killed him. It was an ongoing medical condition. Um but he seems to have had such a great effect on his peers. So like Sky Jackson, Yara Shahidi posted about him, Mike from or Miles, I'm sorry, Mike, Miles Brown from um uh Blackish and um I think Marseille posted, like, you know, this is a bunch of people who who have posted about him and it had some really kind words and it's sad. I saw Adam Sandler's post and that's what oh, made yeah. me tear up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I, I love Adam Sandler and He's such a great, like, just content person. Like, he mm-hmm. creates great films and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I saw his post, and that's actually what did me in, and I cried. And I was just like, damn, like... Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I I liked all of his work. Like, um, yeah, just, like, super talented. He was... I, I watched Descendants. Mm-hmm. Descendants was fire. Um... 
I was telling you this earlier, but his grandmother was um, one of the Little Rock Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know how his family feels. And I hope that they're in good spirits and they still feel his spirit. Yeah. Um, cause, yeah. I mean, he seems to affect a lot of people. Yeah, and, and and also, so I didn't know that he break he was a break dancer, and I saw yeah. Oh my gosh, he's such a good dancer. I saw Danny P. So uh, good, Danny Danielle Polanco. She posted a video of him break dancing, and he was he was really good. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was just like, wow, like that just to see that he had so many different at twenty, like the peop the way people are remembering I, him. I think he just like bought his first house or something. Wow. Like, like, like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it is to think that. You and and so and so much so you did, but also before twenty, like mm-hmm. you know, like also like leading a fulfilling life because everyone was was saying nothing but nice things about him. Like yeah, yeah, he um he's he's gonna be missed for sure by not only of course all his fans and and friends and peers and of his fans as well. Yeah. So you know, sending my condolences to his family. And um, hopefully this, you know, they get through this. But it's so crazy how, like, even with the passing of Nipsey Hussle, when we start talking about legacies that people leave behind, Mm -hmm. um, it's a, you know, it often makes me think about my own legacy. Um, You know, like, what am I doing right now that people will remember me by? Or what am I saying? How am I acting? How do I carry myself? Mm -hmm. You know, what will when I'm gone? When I'm gone, will people miss me, or will they just be like, "Oh yeah, that girl passed"? Like you know, I, I think about that all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't really care anymore what people like um, would remember me for. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I want to make sure like I have um, a, a helpful impact. Like you know that. Um, I was a loving person, and I I did things to help people, and yeah, um, that's that's really all I want. Like, just if if I could help change someone's life towards um, the best version of their life, then mm-hmm. even if it's just one person, I like then I I accomplished something. <laughs> so like that's yeah. All right. Well, that concludes our hot topics. I'm gonna talk a little bit about that was hot topics. Yeah, I know it. It seems like it. It's like so long, and then then it would only be three. You'd be like, damn, we talked about that. For that was three years. topics. Yeah, no way. Yeah, that was four. Four. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's four topics. Um, <laughs> um. So let's get into our like film and episode breakdown. Um. So you watch Black Mirror. We yeah. talked about this. So we specifically wanted to talk about the Striking Vipers episode. Well, well, um, well let's talk about all of them. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was the your favorite out of the three for the new season? Damn! Wow, this is hard. Okay, all right. I'll say this. <laughs> all of them were good to me. Um, I like that the third one. Um, me, Rachel, or me, Jack, and Ashley too. Something. Oh, like that. Ashley too. That was that was what it was called. Ashley too. Yeah. Um, I I really liked that one because I felt like it was a departure to um, a lot of the way that Black Mirror like shoots their stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and so I appreciated that. Also because I just think, you know, it was done really well and I feel like it exposed the industry. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like um, 
it, it exposed the industry in like a real way because I feel like um, what Ashley too went through, probably a lot of artists have to go through. And even if not reflected exactly the way that it was, symbolically, that's how their creativity is taken um, and dictated by someone else. Uh, anyways. And then I, th- I think I originally was going to say the second one was my favorite. Yeah. Um, because it's about social media and yeah. the effects of social media. And I've been waiting for the fall of social media for a while now. Mm. Um, <laughs> so um, it just felt very much like Smithereen was actually Facebook. Mm. And uh, I think it was very reflective of probably the type of shit that they're capable of. Because in that episode, you, you saw that episode, right? Yeah. All right. Because in the episode, spoiler alert, people, um, basically, Smithereen, which is a Facebook-esque company. Yeah, it's like a Twitter, yes, yeah, yeah, Twitter, Facebook. Literally had the most information on the, the, um... Social apps. The yeah. guy. No, 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 the guy. Oh, 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 um... I don't remember his name. The guy that was the shooter. Right? Yeah, all right, yeah. the shooter, We'll just call him the shooter then. <laughs> um, they had all the information on him that the FBI couldn't even get. Yeah, yeah, that, like that their intel people were that good. Yeah, so which I'm, was cool. So I'm like, no, it's not cool. It's scary. Facebook has all of our information just like that, and it's happening in real life because. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but a lot of racist people, it who are. Uh, officers are are being exposed but at the same time it's like i should also be afraid because clearly they have access to everything that i say yeah (laughs) yeah that's true you see like with little nas x um recently um the whole situation with people pulling up i guess he runs a Nicki minaj fan account and he has said some things that i guess were xenophobic and people were pulling it up, like you know, because he's blown up over these the last few months with the song "Old Town Road," and so I was reading what people had to say, like, "Oh, how can you come out? You're coming out as gay. How can you say X, Y, and Z about this this religion and Islam and stuff?" Like, it was yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if other people know about that, but I just like recently got hit to that. But I also realized he's young, and that was the thing too. Like the intern that he ended up with um D- damson idris's character the intern that he ended up kidnapping was like i don't even like they were i just dressed up fancy because i work here and shit like yeah this ain't none of yeah, my business he's like <laughs> yeah so, well see see that's another thing see wow so many layers in this i didn't even realize yeah like i'm firmly against um um like formalities but uh-huh. particularly like i have to dress a certain way for you to take me seriously right, right. i am i'm totally against that formality I, I also feel like i'm probably in the right industry to not have to dress up a certain yeah. way um at least when i'm working <laughs> um but but i i like i i really i can't fuck with that shit like at all like don't make it a requirement it could be suggested yeah but if like I shouldn't yeah. be, I shouldn't be alienated or <laughs> ashamed if I'm not dressing the way that you want me to. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm saying like he, he obviously assumed that this kid was somebody who he wasn't. Yeah. And 
look look where assumptions get you right you got the wrong person in your car and like you know at the end of the episode like what i really want to know is if he died like i want to know they if both they, did you oh you think so i think so yeah I, I, well did the black did the black kid die um i don't know because they never like to me Thinking about it, it, it could be possible that they both got shot. I think they, um, I thought they both got shot, but yeah. for some reason, I can't remember. Because I remember right after everybody got, like, the notification yeah. on their social media, like, yeah. like whatever, um, some notification popped up on everyone's screen. And it, it told them that someone yeah. just Pet, got killed yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, shooter kills some... Like, I don't know. Something yeah. happened... But I don't remember if both of them got. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't. I didn't. Let's see. I'm gonna go to episode five on my computer. Can we? Can I see the episode? No. No. Maybe I need to find like a Reddit thread. Reddit has all the. Do you go on Reddit? I I normally just Google stuff, and if Reddit has something, then sure. This was called Smithereens ending. Let's see. Somebody has it up. Explains the smithereens ending. All right, let's see what this article has to say. It says Charlie Booker, broker, the, the executive producer, or creator, and the executive producer Annabelle Jones take some burning questions about striking vipers. Oh wait, they don't even talk about like you're not even. Ugh, I don't know. Google's not telling me. If the well, all right, all right. I, this is probably not relevant for what we're talking about anyway. Um, but yeah, so I liked, I think out of all three of them, my favorite episode um, was probably Smithereens. And that's just because I've like recently became a stan of Damson Idris, who plays Franklin on the Snowfall show. Um, but he, yeah, I, I love that episode. But I love the concept of the first episode striking striking vipers, vipers. Yep. Um, I, I agree I, I feel like every time I think about it or talk about it or I'll probably watch it again excuse me um, like I it's there's just so many layers of things that haven't been explored in in technology and in life in general yeah but um, they they don't even necessarily um, give us like a, a perspective on it they don't give us like an opinion on it they just mm-hmm. give it to us and, and are like hey um come up with whatever answers you have for this because we we haven't actually tackled this yet like yeah. like um so i guess like the big thing in it is like oh was the friend gay <laughs> and wanted to to be with the married man right. yeah that was the biggest thing with that episode like people wanted to know i think it brings up a good question of gender fluidity and sexuality being on a spectrum Mm -hmm. um because um it makes you wonder like what you know we we talk about not having labels but people label every freaking thing right yeah so it's like it's somewhat somewhat a natural human tendency i think yeah because you want to define what it is so you know that you can stay within your boundaries or you know what boundaries you can cross and you know it's, it's a way of life um but yeah i i didn't feel like it made them anything other than the fact that 
people do play virtual reality games. So, I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure. I've never played one, but I'm pretty sure it's not as advanced as what yeah, they, yeah. they were, you but, know. But in the future, that could be possible. Right. You know, we never know. It, it's like it's like a cross between the sex robots and virtual reality. Right, right. Except except in, in Black Mirror, you're literally, like, immersed into this body. You're, right. like, almost like a whole other person, like yeah. a projection or something. It's like you put on the right. skin of the character. Right. And... So you're, you're. He felt more fulfilled too, because remember he that was he was struggling because he was like, I'm this age, I don't got no kids, I ain't married, I'm just out here, doing whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's like he was living a very bachelor life, and yep. and they showed that that contrast between his life and his friend's life, mm-hmm. um, because his friend I feel like from the beginning wanted some excitement in his life. Yeah, he seemed very like. You know, yeah. They both felt very, they seemed very bored. Like, old dude seemed bored with his, his married life, and then the other dude seemed bored with just, like, the bachelor life. It felt like there's nothing else out there for me or whatever it is. Yeah. So, cause yeah. I'm going to be honest. Because he was, going, he was going through withdrawals when, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, he couldn't he smash like, his friend in the game. I fucked the polar like, bear. <laughs> like, yeah, see, 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 all right, so this is why I say, like, shit that hasn't been explored, because it's like, you can't necessarily... Um, well, it's like you said, like not about labeling, um, but you can't put a label on like the avatar you play and mm-hmm. feeling it through the avatar. Right. But, but then someone's a polar bear. Right, right, right. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's defining, I mean, it's, it's defining like, <laughs> it's defying everything that, that you think you know. Right, right. Because you haven't experienced that. Right. It's like we'll never really, I mean, right now I can't fathom us ever really knowing what it's like to feel like inside of a cartoon body. Like, what is that? You know, like. It's so, it's um, so, it's so. <laughs> it's, it, it, it was, was a good episode. It was definitely, I like that they cast it because I like that the characters weren't traditionally written any particular way except for the two game characters because they were, um, like of I guess with like Asian culture or whatever like in the video games mm-hmm. and like kung fu and all that stuff. Which which again another layer. Yeah. So you know I like that they cast them as people of color, and not just they could have cast two white actors. They could have totally that there was nothing super super cultural specific about those individual characters that it was like oh we. Know well, this I think is it. A- I think it was because. Um, Normally these are like Asian games. No, like, no, I'm talking about the two plain, oh, the, the oh, black the, guys. Yeah, 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 no, no, not the two Asian people. Yeah, yeah. no, that made see, sense. See, that made sense. See, yeah. see, see, but I think that was culturally specific because of um, that black men not being comfortable oh, in right. their sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, okay. it's like that dynamic of like you would rather play video games. With with your friends and like be yeah. be with your your friends all the time. Yeah. Spend no time with, with your, your actual girl. family. Yeah, like like just yeah, like, that's true. Because even he, because even the guy um, that was played by Anthony Mackie, his character was very sensible and very like, dude, I have a family. Like I have, what are you doing? Like you can't keep. We can't play this game forever. Like another dude was like. And that was another dynamic in there, the being a family man versus being a single bachelor. So I have all the time in the world. Yeah. But it did seem like he was getting very, very lonely with yeah. um, the, that, that, that life. Um, yeah. And it was an, an addiction. Yeah. And Nicole so. Bahari was great. The actor that plays, um, 
Oh man, I don't I don't know what his name is, but he uh, he's from the Get Down. He's from. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna be playing Candyman. I don't um, remember his name. Yeah, but that was that was such a good season. Such a good. Um, oh, t- uh, what's uh? I'm trying to think. There was somebody else in there. No, no, I don't know the other girl's name. No, I just know Nicole Bahari, who was the wife. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Pom. Pom was the. She played Roxy. Mm. She um, is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she, she plays is, Mantis. That she, that she was one of the girls that he was messing with, yeah. Or no, she no. was the Asian character. No, yeah. Right. Okay. Cause who was the, that's why I was trying to think of the, the other girl, though. There wasn't somebody else in there. Anyways. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that... I, we could talk a little bit about the... Did you like the... the I liked the Ashley 2 episode. I thought it was cool how they how she how they brought her back to life although i was like this is too coincidental like the 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 thing the machine just happened to turn on and you know the tv like the way that the the episode i guess came out like the conclusion of the episode um well well okay so i think people missed a part there because she wasn't actually in a coma they were putting drugs in her yeah to to um not her sleep yeah yeah and so she, it's not, it's not like but she no, was on life But no, how she recorded the message, like how did the, you know, I was like, it was so coincidental with how the thing malfunctioned after taking all that information and then it made it alert to come on like her actual thing where she could think from her brain, from the, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, oh. yeah. So how it was like, she had said, oh, I can't, you know, did that whole message about what they were doing to her body or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that was. I guess it was just meant to happen. Because like because the the main characters they were all outcasts like Rachel mm-hmm. Jack and Ashley too like they were all like they 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 wanted something solid to hold on to because mm-hmm. they had nothing <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah so um, do you watch the shy do you watch the shy I do I do watch the shy but I'm not I'm not caught up so what are your season. predictions for season two since you are not caught up. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have predictions. Um, I'll say this. I'm pissed that Ronnie was released. Yeah. Um, should have never happened. Um, and I, okay, I guess I'll make some predictions. These aren't real predictions. I'm just going based off of what I've seen. Um, I feel like Kev is going to try to join a gang, probably the one with Jacob, Mm -hmm. Jake. Um, that's reason. (laughs) <laughs> no, don't say it. Don't, I'm not, don't, no, no, no. I'm just saying don't respond to it. But um, it's a reasonable assumption. And 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 here's the thing: like, there's a chance that he won't because I feel like Kev makes when he gets to these crossroads, he ends up making like the more conscious decision. Yeah, like, like yeah. Um, you know his mama gonna beat his ass. <laughs> um. But yeah, like like Kev is like him and Emmett are my favorite characters. Um, I love Emmett's character. So yeah. I actually feel like my favorite characters are the most unlikely people, and it has to go to Papa, of course. And, yeah, I love Papa. Um, and um, Reg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Papa. I feel character. like a lot of people like Papa though. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I like I like Papa because um, one. He's 
he they are writing him as like a black nerdy friend like and that's the thing like when i see those memes of like people being like when they like blurs be like black girls didn't like me growing up i'm like nah we all know somebody there's like i'm still cool but i'm nerdy and then there's like all the way left field like super super emo nerdy and it's like okay i could see y'all being like outcasted or whatever but like papa feels like he is cool to be his smart like he's comfortable being smart he's comfortable being the voice of reason within his group of friends he's comfortable with his own self at a young age that he could be like i love you man because there's a mm-hmm. few episodes he in season yeah. one and in season two yeah. where he was like can y'all just make up can we just yeah. be friends can, i yeah. love y'all we brothers yeah. like don't do this he's like he's like the moral compass yeah he's the, in touch with his emotions and then he yeah. says like little funny shit where he's like oh my mama had to do x y and z or i remember the time my daddy like so you know he he's he's just a lovable character yeah and i think it's normalizing like the 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 nerdy kids that that were like i wasn't the the bad guy i wasn't the jock i wasn't this i wasn't that i was kind of in this label or box or whatever so yeah um the i guess the non-traditional black child (laughs) i don't know um but yeah i like his character and i love reg who is played by barton i think that's how you say his name it's spelled Barton, yeah. but it has the little accent. Um, I, I like him a lot. He is a bad guy to some, but I think that when you look at the layers of Reg, mm-hmm. I think that he is a scared black boy that's trying to survive. Yeah. When you really and, look at, you know. And, and, and in a way, he's like, he, he wants to be like a leader, but he's he's so scared that that's what's keeping him from really. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, so again, I've only seen the first like three episodes of season two. Yeah. So um, I don't know where he's at right now. But but to me, it just seems like he kind of has those leadership. He has an entrepreneurial um, headspace. Yeah. Is is what I feel like. Um, and and you know, honestly, I I see that in a lot of the main characters because yeah. I see that in uh. In Emmett too, like mm-hmm. he he seems very entrepreneurial in like where he's yeah. trying to go and get multiple streams of income, right? And, like, you and know? you know when you think about it too, and you just from that dynamic of them being three characters who are entrepreneurial, look at Jason Mitchell's character. Yep. Look at how okay you have someone who's going the right way about getting his own business mm-hmm. and cooking. Oh yeah, and the food they're truck. all kind of then going about the it bad, different ways. Yeah, you have the the wrong way, and then you have Jacob Lattimore's not character. The wrong way, in, but but it's well, it's not a, no not for Jacob harmful. for Red. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the he has going going about it the like the the. the the yeah. black sheep of the family way like yeah. well the, gangs, but this is all he knows yeah. right right so you know you have the opposite of that and, and at least he's also trying to take care of his brother right and and that's another thing too even that exploring that dynamic but then also you have jacob Lattimore, who i think is in the in between between those two men um or or, or and, just different because he he has three baby mothers like right you know like yeah, I, like the in between well. could be someone who doesn't um have three baby moms yeah. maybe he does have three kids but like it's like i just feel like he's he's very different but i i already see growth within his character yeah um 
Yeah, of course. It, it, and yeah, and you do see from season one to the beginning of season two, you already see the growth. I think you're going to be really shocked by how much they stretch him as a character. And I think I'm not because I've been I, seeing clips. On yeah. The Instagram, oh, okay. So I won't be shocked. Okay. Well, he. But <laughs> he definitely, um, he's definitely. Yeah. I think Jacob as an actor is doing oh, yeah. his best work right now oh, with yeah. the shy. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what. It goes on for him as an actor further and then i remember last week i talked about his episode being out i mean his um album, album. Yeah. <laughs> his episode uh, but yeah just even listening to his music and listening to this from uh, what was the first song i think i ever heard of him was the um i like him all i, I like him all. all yes with diggy and it's so it's so crazy seeing both of them they're like so grown now like, i'm 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 happy for them yeah look at this like creating longevity in your career yes from early on, like, Diggy was about that business life from early on, like, watching the, like, run show. But, yeah, like, Jacob, he, I think he's going to do really great things musically yeah. and on, he, on he, camera. He's like, been acting. doing great things. I, yeah. he, he's a great writer. He has a great team mm-hmm. for his music. Um, honestly, for me, one of his, one of my favorite roles of his was, um, it's, it's a movie that probably no one knows, but it's called Slate. Oh, yeah, when he has the magic. Powers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I didn't get to see it, but I've heard about it. I heard it was good. So it's so good. Um, and it, it, it feels like maybe it was like an indie film or, or it something. It was. And the thing about it, Slate came out at the wrong time. Slate would have done better if it would come out now. Post Black Panther, post Marvel. Like, seeing more black magical power, seeing mm. us. Like, Slate would likely do better if it was to come out this year or like next year within but that that because we're now getting audiences to really like we i feel like black people have always wanted magical black characters they're just not they weren't being written or hollywood wasn't producing them but i feel like now we're getting not only our community but other communities to see we can play these roles which is why Mm -hmm. now we have the opportunity for a black ariel and you know we have these stories these opportunities so yeah i think that slate was too ahead of its time maybe Mm. um or they just didn't do the marketing push that it's just really good yeah um it's so good also i really liked him in collateral beauty i did not see collateral I think I tried to watch that and I never got through like the first 30 minutes not because I just you know how sometimes when you sit to watch movies and you're distracted Uh you don't pay attention and then you this happened to me twice this week I was like I yeah (laughs) I was about to like really watch a movie and I'm like oh well now it's been 45 minutes and I didn't watch it that's what happened with me with uh, Stranger Things I got the first three episodes but the TV was up I mean it was low um, because I was watching it late at night at my mom's and um I couldn't, I wasn't paying attention, so I said, oh, I'm going to start it over, and then I tried to last night, yeah. and fell, like, completely asleep, and so, yeah. but, um, yeah, no, like, the shy, Lena's doing some amazing things with that show, and yeah. the showrunner, um, the entire cast, I think, is really great, and I think yeah. it's going to be hard seeing what Great they, young actors. Great young actors, yeah. and I think it's going to be hard seeing this leaving of Jason Mitchell's character because people have grown so and, close and, and with Tiffany the, and yes, the mom yes. like it's like it's like oh I, yeah I, I was feel upset like that she didn't come back this season I feel like they really need to close that branch yeah um and and I know it'll be tough because um 
if you're if you're talking about Ronnie's character, Ronnie's run-ins with the law are, are from killing Kugi, which is yeah. part of the family. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Well, Ronnie's out now, so maybe they'll they'll kind of ditch that storyline. Yeah. Um, but I'll be I'll be interested in seeing what they come up with. Like, yeah. You know for sure. I definitely think that um, they. My predictions for this season, just overall, I think they're going to end up centering the show around all the younger guys, like Jake, um, Papa, and Kevin, Mm -hmm. and then Emmett as well, because Emmett's storyline is growing so much. Um, I can't comment on Ronnie, because who knows knows? um, what's going to happen with that, and I can't comment on Reg, because again, who knows? They they definitely throw a curveball at the end, so like I can't wait for you to get to the end of it. They did that first season too yeah with reg yeah well and then okay so you you did see this episode where they introduced duda doubt what's his name duda duda the guy that's the business guy that owns the shop the pizza shop the one that um has them send the you've seen him he's the old black guy (laughs) he's not old but he's older um wait from from season one from season two you because you made it to episode three right so you've seen Duda now. I probably don't That's remember. Um, well, yeah, he's the he's the one that runs the entire gang organization. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, there you go. Okay, well, so I well, you should have you should have like said like in the penthouse, yeah, or whatever, <laughs> like something like that. Like. But yeah, like even with his character, um, the way they ended this season, I'm wondering what what will if he's gonna come back. Or if they're done don't, with the storyline, yeah. <laughs> I, but it's so it's so good, and I think the dynamics between the characters are what keep me watching. Like, um, I love the relationship that Kevin is building um, with um, J- Jason Mitchell's character. I know, Brandon, isn't that Brandon. sad? Ain't that sad? And, and exactly. So this is what so, I'm so, saying. So that's gonna be another layer in in Kevin's development because right. he's gonna lose him. Yeah. And if like, they decide to write the character off, or yeah. if they decide, I honestly, personally think they should pull an Aunt Viv, and I think they should just replace the actor. Because although I think Jason Mitchell is a great actor, like there are other actors who are just as great or even better. I don't want that. I think I think if anything, introduce a new character. Introduce a new character. That that's kind of like is going to be at some point just yeah. as important to the storyline yeah the way that like Emmett is kevin yeah. is like you know what i mean like yeah well i mean yeah i'm, I'm i do i really because i just don't want to lose brandon's character because i love brandon's character and I, I i did love brandon's character yeah also because um i'm into culinary and uh, food trucks and stuff yeah. so yeah. i'm like yeah i really yeah. I thought that his also I, that I, he really he was really Putting in an effort and to be a better person and to, you know, and it was just an unfortunate situation that he had to, he like folded a little under the pressure of doing the right thing versus, you know, going in business with, um, with how he did. And then like the keeping the, the gun that Reg gave him, like, why would you do that? You know, like those things, like why, you know, those, but Things that he didn't think that would affect his life the way that it has. Um, 
So and how it's it's almost like you try to escape it, but it keeps following you. Right, right. So he's trying to do his best to not be a person who does wrong, to stay out of the streets. And I think that that's a good parallel um, in this show to how I feel black boys live in regular life, like especially growing up in uh, impoverished neighborhoods and in the poverty in general, like not having the best access to resources. So if you're trying growing to stay up in lower, of that fog is right, a lot harder. Exactly so. because like we were talking when earlier. Face. about when they see us in Khalif Browder and like those that they weren't doing anything trouble followed them or you know like they just were more susceptible to because they're black yes because they're black and they live in urban neighborhoods and so yeah. um I think that that is a good thing that they kind of showcase I think in the shy even even though I know usually when writers write, they don't write characters that just make choices just because there's a reason and a root yeah. and everything. But I think that they are smart and strategic with how they tell this story of how these occurrences are happening to Brandon's character and, and he's going through this thing. Um, so some of the stuff he chooses and some of the life chooses for him or the pressures of trying to do right or trying to make it. And then, of course, you have his bitchy ass girlfriend, Jerrica. I love, first of all, I have to say Tiffany Boone plays the hell out of that role. Yeah. I'm going to miss her it, character. It, it, it really does make me hate her. Yeah, no, she <laughs> um, I, and, I mean, I don't I don't actually hate um, the character, Jerrica, but I I've never been a fan of hers. Yeah. Like, Jerrica has been getting on my nerves since day one. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, I, I think for me, I was rooting for them until I really saw how she is this, like, bougie, privileged black girl. Which, who, which that's not necessarily a problem. It's it's how you behave. Right. Right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, she's, she's come from, she's this bougie, privileged black girl who can't see past certain things and only can see the stereotype yeah. of what, even I, though she says she doesn't, her actions speak louder than her, her words. I, I feel like, um, to me... Uh, and I'm only on the third episode of the second season, but I feel like she's been extremely selfish. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Very judgmental of um, Brandon. Um, and, yeah, I just, yeah, I just feel like she, they're, they aren't, honestly aren't meant to be together. No. Nope. That's, that's how I feel. I don't, yeah, I definitely don't think so. Um, like, so you know. we'll, you'll see, you'll get to see what, what happens the growth in their relationship and stuff. And mm-hmm. then, um, the things that happen. I, so I was saying earlier, I'm sad that his mother, the lady that played his mom didn't come back. And I wonder, I heard that she got picked up for a different show. Um, like she got cast in something else that she has like a main role in, I think now, but I like her as an actress and she's from the wire. Yeah. And so it, yeah, you she know, yeah, she, she's <laughs> amazing. And so, um, I was actually sad that she's not coming back this season and I don't think in any future seasons. Um, so that's a character I don't want to lose out on. I really don't want to lose out on the, 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 the father figure dude. That's Brandon's, um, mom's boyfriend. Mm. Cause I also like what the, the how that relationship has grown. How they did it. Oh, come on. Can you silence? Oh no, it was my computer. Um, yeah. So I don't like the the way that um that's that relationship is gonna be thrown away basically. Like yeah. That's we need to see that more older black men and younger black men on screen. Like this this show is showing generations 
of black men when you really think about it and then in non-traditional settings as well like we don't often talk about that role between stepfathers and their sons and then or um or just how he, he he didn't grow up with his dad so his father figure now is this older guy who he's gotten way later in his life however he kind of parented Kugi and was like a father to Kugi even though he's his brother you know, and having to really take care of them. And then remember his mom had the drinking problem. So yeah, it, I, I'm i going to be sad to see us lose these relationships, probably likely for season three. So you have all these, piv these like pivotal relationships of men. And that's another thing I like about this show that separates the show. Um, it is a show about boys, black boys um, in all aspects. And they, they, they don't really have that many women figures on the show that are highlighted outside of Jerrica and the mom. Uh, or actually, no, because Emmett's mom is... Her, her mm -hmm. storyline is being highlighted this mm -hmm. season. Um, I like her as, yeah. a, as a character. Yes, me too. I do. And I think she pushes Emmett to become better in, in his like well, life. And... Well, I feel like she's also doing it for some self-redemption because yeah. she, she realized she has babied him. Um, and kind of like sheltered him in some ways mm -hmm. um and you know she's she's done with that yeah and i respect that like, yeah or is she not done with that um i would say she is okay. i think she is she definitely did and even Emmett's father they have a lot of parallels about fatherhood in this show um because even Emmett's father comes back this season which you've seen mm -hmm. um and well, he, he came back three baby yeah. moms right right and, and it, it's it's a direct reflection. Um, like, yeah. his son is a direct reflection. And I think him. Emmett uses that to figure out where he doesn't want to go in life and where he does want to go. So, I'm, I'm excited for you to see the rest of the season. Um, it, it's such a great show. The writers, I think, found their voice very quickly. They know what they're doing. They're sticking. They're nothing. No, no plot that they've created in the last two seasons of this show feels unwarranted like you know how you watch some shows and they have many arcs within the big episode arcs and you go why did they choose that for that character this doesn't even make sense it's out of left field i don't think that they do that at all with the show like i felt like every story was told even at the end of with the cliffhangers i still feel like they rounded those characters out they told those stories and and felt and tied them up in a way that feels complete that if, even if it was like Lena said, oh, psych, I'm not doing season three. I would be okay with the way uh, that season okay. two ended. Um, okay. But it's a great, great cliffhanger at the end of season two. Um, I I just can't wait to see what, what they do for season three. So that's something that I'm like really, really excited about. Um, but that concludes our like film episode breakdown. We're gonna move on to wrap this thing up. I know y'all been listening for a while, so if you listen to the whole thing, you're very patient. Yeah, I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the end. So just so you guys know, the stuff that's coming out on TV, the shit that you should be seeing on Black film and television, Snowfall. By the time this episode is up, Snowfall will have aired. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to talk about that on the next episode. So I hope you niggas watch, cause that's what I'm going to be talking about. Um, and then Orange is the New Black comes back on July 26th. I'm sure there are some films that are coming out. I probably said them last week, so I'm not going to say them again. Um, anything. But, um, yeah. 
Asia, you got anything else you want to say before you leave? Anything um, you want to plug or talk about? No, thank you. Thank you for having <laughs> me on your podcast. I like being on other people's podcasts. I want to, I have to reach out more. I'm just, I suck at reaching. I, there's a million, I'm doing a million things. Um, this is an excuse. I think I just legit haven't thought about that. Like, yeah. It wasn't on my radar, but like I'm glad to be on someone else's podcast. Yeah, I do. I enjoy I enjoy doing podcasting with other people. It's a nice dynamic, which is why I'm like trying to get more guests to be on the show mm-hmm. because um I don't like just sitting here talking by myself cuz I feel like I sound stupid. Um and I may not, you know, I I know some people who do solo podcasts well. Um I'm probably not that person. I mean, eh. but yeah, I like I like having a dynamic of talking to people, discussing things. It makes it more interesting. Um, and being able to interview. Um, but yeah, I hope to work with you in the future. You, <laughs> the you already know we're going to. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing this. Um, and yeah, like, of course, much success to Always On Media. Yeah. Make sure you guys watch Yerbs. Are your, when's your next season coming out? Uh, of what? Of Yerbs. It's, it's already going. Oh, it's okay. So you're in the middle of the current Yeah, season. I mean... Follow us. <laughs> all right, all right. You will, you will see all the things. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you can follow her on Continent Without a Cause. At Continent Without a Cause on um, Instagram. Also, please follow at We Always On on Instagram. Um, and look for us on YouTube. All right, peace. You guys know where to find me. I will talk to you next time. <laughs>